why AirPods are the best investment. I've been thinking about this. I've, I've been needing to get new AirPods. I've been looking to justify it. And I don't remember where I first heard this. Maybe I think it was Ali Abdal's channel or something. I think he briefly mentioned this. But I'm like, dang, dude, that's that's a good way to justify this large purchase. Um, AirPods are the easiest and like the most convenient way to. All right, hey everyone, welcome back to the Teen Finance Podcast. My name's Sam. I'm here with Maceo as always. Uh, we got a fun episode. We're gonna mix it up a little bit. Um, we're gonna talk about why teens shouldn't save their money, how Guinness World Records makes their money, why AirPods are actually the best investment you can make. And then we're going to play Kiss, Mary Kill, but for big tech. And then if time allows, we'll throw in some minnow tank. But uh, yeah, we're going to try to keep it to 40 minutes. Um, Sarah, are you excited for this episode? Oh, I am so excited. Right? It's, it's going to be great. Um, so let's jump right into it. Why teens shouldn't save money? Say, so, do you know where I'm going with this? or? Um, Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Keep, keep talking. It, it comes back to um, actually a little bit of what we talked about in the first episode of this pod, where we're talking about like why the real reason every teen should invest their money. And um, it also relates to why teens shouldn't save their money. I know that sounds a little bit contradictory, but hear me out. Um, when you're in your teens, like we talked about the reason why you should invest your money as a teen is to build habits. It's not to make a ton of money because realistically your earning power after you go to school is going to be a lot higher. But for when you, when you're, if you're working a job or whatever, when you're a teen and you have this money, if you can get joy out of spending that money, I'd say go ahead and do it because in the grand scheme of things, like that little money saved isn't going to make a huge difference. And like, a hundred dollars, I feel like, can go a lot further when you're a teenager than when you're an adult. That's just like my personal opinion. I, I don't even know, but I feel like at the same time, that's kind of like that isn't even that. I, I, that's kind of hard to contradict. Like the amount of joy you can get out of a hundred dollars, like going to a concert or something when you're a kid. I, I don't. Yeah. Like you're a hundred dollars <throat> spent like your rent when you're an adult. Like I don't know. Well, yeah, I think it feeds in like the whole thing where like experiences are worth more than money. Totally. Like, like you're like you're buying memories basically when you're spending money when you're younger and that seems more worth it like for the future if you just like enjoy your childhood. Like you'll remember your childhood for a lot longer. You don't get your teen years back, man. Like I feel like I'm Maceo, I really want to go to that Kendrick concert now, not gonna lie. I feel like <laughs> No, it's just worth it, man. I know. I'm I'm this is this is just me coping. Cause I'm you know, probably I, I need to buy that ticket, bro. <laughs> you know what would make a great memory is if you bought my ticket too. That would that that <laughs> would make a, a a great memory. That'd make everything even better. I'll, I'll think about it. Right, so you don't save I'm, money. I, I'm not gonna fucking think about it. I'm not getting your ticket. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I think um, yeah, go 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 to that concert, spend that money. But like when you become older, I like. Just know that you you won't be able to like do that forever unless you're making bank. So like, make the most out of your teen years, but don't spend money like it's no tomorrow because that's just gonna make a bad habit. Yeah, just realize the reason you're doing it is to like buy a good experience and be responsible. But have fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Dr. Marcel, let's go into what you were going to talk about. You want to talk about, uh, you're a little interested in how Guinness World Records makes their money. I just want to, like, I thought it, I thought the whole Guinness thing was, um, the whole Guinness World Records was just, like, marketing for the beer. But when I looked it up, it, it seems like they're pretty separate now. So I want to know what you found. Yeah, so I never even thought about that being marketing for the beer. So I think what it what it is, that's like a family, the Guinness family. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the, they have the beer company and they have the world records. I don't know how tied in they are, but I, I was it, watching like... They, they started off, it started off being like marketing for beer, but they're so separate now. Yeah, I didn't know the beer existed, to be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's good though, that's good. Yep, um... But, like, I was watching these YouTube videos yesterday, and it's, like, how do they fly out all these people to go officiate, like, different world records and, you know, give out the plaques, like, spend the time and all the resources, and they don't give you money to do it, and it seems like you don't pay them to fly out to you. And so I was looking into it more, and I think for, like, normal people, they just make the money off of, like, YouTube and just, like, publicity and things like that. But what I was finding is... What? The books too. I don't. I actually I don't yeah. know if anyone buys those books anymore. I know oh, yeah, I they, have one though. They claim to sell a million books a year, but I feel it's like that might be that could be an old number because I feel like yeah, nobody yeah. really buys books anymore. Like yeah, everything's real. online now, and I'm pretty sure there's copies of the book online for free. But mm-hmm. I don't know. But what I found out is they charge big companies. Like I don't know if you've seen like the BMW like longest drift. Have you seen that before? No, I haven't. Okay, so but that sounds like, like good marketing. <laughs> it was great marketing. It was the longest drift in the new, I think, M4, maybe M5. It was shown off their new drift mode, but they got it officiated by Guinness World Record. It was like a seven-hour drift or something. Seven hours? Pretty, yeah, they had like another car coming by to fuel it up. It was pretty sweet. Was it like one um, driver? Did they like have someone jump out of there? No, it, it was one driver. Yeah. Dang. For seven hours, he just went in circles. Wow. But what I found out is that they charged these big companies like three hundred thirty thousand dollars per ad or more just what? to just to sell like these big services that might be worth it though honestly for, for big companies yeah no because it's great marketing it's like oh yeah this car it's so great look it broke a world record especially if that video can go viral like do their videos did. still go viral i feel like i see one, some of them like every once in a while yeah they do and i feel like a lot of youtubers yeah. try to break the records too and that also brings them more publicity but think about it, like that three hundred thousand dollars um in the grand scheme of things, like for those big companies, their marketing budgets, that like that's not that much. They'll spend like millions of dollars on like a TV commercial. So, and if, if a YouTube video goes viral, it's going to reach far more people. And probably people that are more interested in the, in that thing. Cause if like, if you're a, um, if you're BMW and your, your drift world record ends up on people's YouTube explore pages, they're probably like already interested in, in cars and stuff. Yeah. Right? So I'm looking at their YouTube channel right now. It seems like they don't actually get that many views. They definitely um, used to though. They might be they dying. Used to. There's a few. There's like the largest wave surfed. That's 600,000. That's the highest uh-huh. I've seen. Oh, this okay. one is 10 million for a real lightsaber. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I guess they do have some that blow up still, but yeah. Uh, it's interesting. There, it's But it really is just like at this point, um, a marketing agency right that's yeah it really is that's how yeah. i describe their it's business like, it's at like this point they basically built the brand with the books and all that stuff and like getting everybody to know it and grow up on it and then now they're just marketing it to big companies i guess they do have to be careful though because if they only like if they only 
do marketing for big companies, people are going to think they're sellouts and then no one would like get their stuff. So you, that's where some of the money they make needs to go back into just like officiating like real world records and stuff, you know? Yeah. I see him do work for like Dude Perfect, all that. I'm sure Dude Perfect is paying them, right? Um, I just or is, or they no actually maybe it's the other way around. Maybe Guinness is like Guinness World Records is like sponsoring the Dude Perfect video because they know that that'll get more companies to like want to do it. I don't know. Yeah, it could go either way. I don't know. It really it could go either way. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, this Those BMW video has 7.1 million views on the BMW USA channel. And it has 300,000 yeah. on the Guinness World Records channel. Yeah, if that, like, that, that and, and if Guinness is really, like, paying, or BMW's paying Guinness, Guinness also gets, like, more publicity from that, too, back at their World Records program. Okay, because more easily, because I've seen the ad on TV, even, and they mentioned Guinness World Records in it. Oh, wow. And that might, the, that the might have been title the deal of this YouTube huh? video says BMW M5 sets two Guinness World Records. Good marketing tactics. Like, yeah, I get it. I get it more now. I used to, th- I really thought there was just like, like the beer company was paying for the whole operation, but it doesn't look like that's a, the deal anymore. Yeah, I kind of thought they were a, a charity thing, like a nonprofit. Huh. I always thought that's what I was convinced that they were just like being donated money. That's what kept them alive, or like they're government funded, or it just government like funded, dude. It seemed like something like maybe like a school, like through schools, something like that. But does it? Can I, you find I is their not. revenue public or? Uh, I don't know. Might be. Um, I feel like if the. I feel like they're probably still tied to the the beer company in some way. It might be like a subsidiary or something, so it might be hard to find it. Um, yeah, well, their estimated annual revenue is $101 million per year. It's a lot of money. Which is a lot, because I feel like they don't really have any cost, you know? Yeah, I like, feel like the only operating cost is, like, is the printing people? the books and then flying people around that work for them. And I doubt that reaches oh, right. anywhere near $100 million. Maybe it does. I don't know. Wait, a different one says two point five six million a year. Sorry, I just read the they, top. No, it's more than that. It's more than that. This one says twenty six. No one knows. Maybe. It's not public. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, but it's interesting. Speaking of, I have actually just remembered something that I want to throw in here because I think we'll, I think time will allow. Um, before I get sure. into the, the AirPods thing, um, I was just this past weekend. Um, or yeah, yeah just this past weekend, I was down in Santa Barbara. I was at uh, Fiesta, and they have, like, a whole setup. They have, like, live music and stuff in the park, and there's all these different vendors. And there's this one, um, like, uh, food stand or whatever there, and they're selling churros for $5. No and, and I'm like, and the thing is, there was a huge line, and they were selling, like, each person would go up. They would get, like, four churros, and... Then they'd like leave, and then there'd be another person. So, I uh, they're probably selling, like, I don't know, at least thirty dollars in churros like every minute. It looked like, like in peak time, and there's like three people running it. Um, <laughs> churros cost like nothing to make, I'm sure. Um, and that oh, yeah. stand, I don't know how much that that spot cost costed, but. I, I think this place is an absolute cash cow. And I think that goes for, like, churro stands in, in general. 
because compared to all the other like like carnival stands um churros just have like a such a low overhead i'm sure the other carnival stands make a lot too like when you go to like the county fair or something you're you're spending a lot on food and they only have to pay for operations like a couple like days every year i'm sure they're going to other places too but um I feel like the operation cost would be pretty low. And I feel like if you just hire like seasonal employees, you don't have to pay for any like benefits or anything like that. I feel like this could just be an absolute cash cow. Yeah, definitely. Cause you know, every time I go to like a fair or something, I find myself paying like $12 for a caramel apple that costs them, you know, like $2 to make at most. Yeah. And like also churros, I know are relatively cheap. Like I've gone churros for like a dollar before. Oh, no, they cost like, nothing. I'm sure they cost nothing. That five dollar churro is absurd, but I mean, yeah, I know the five dollar churro is a little absurd. I'm, but people were buying them like left and right. I, I'm, I can't even imagine how much money they made that night. Um, it's all the law of supply and demand. <laughs> I, I thought of because I, I think like I was a while ago. I listened to um a my first million, um podcast episode where they had one guy who owned like a hold cove, like a ton of different um, firework. Uh, stands like like uh you know oh. how you'll go you'll go down like into like the the salinas valley or something you'll know, see like all those like fireworks stands all the fire stands everywhere yeah yeah um so this guy just operated like like he, i think he inherited the business or something operated like 200 fireworks stands and they were rolling in like so basically like they only operate two weeks every year like the week around um the fourth of july and around new year's and they wouldn't um, break even on each of those like weeks until they um, at like 7 p.m. the night of the the day. But once they break even, like at, at that 7 p.m. point, everything after that is just pure profit. And when you think about it, a lot of people like don't get their fireworks and stuff in advance. They get them really late. So, dude, a plane is flying so low near my house. No, it just flew past mine too. Yeah, I heard that. that. It's so loud. I was, was watching so my little mic. I was watching my I'm mic like shoot like, like, my house. Like, oh, oh, no. No. <laughs> um, okay, back to what I was saying. Um, they like when you think about it, a lot of people get their fireworks like last second. So like when you think, oh, they only break even like seven p.m. That's probably like after seven p.m. Probably makes up like more than half of their total sales. So they're making like millions and millions. I thought it was like at least like thirty million or something a year. Um by just operating like 200 fireworks stands and i thought that was yeah. crazy like how these like these businesses that you don't think of as super like complex or anything um can actually be like total cash cows and make like yeah. way more money than any like you know new tech startup whatnot it's like simple businesses bro they, they rule yeah, cause I spent um the fourth of july in florida this year so they had you know not california fireworks uh-huh. like actually real like just giant just bombs you could throw in the air <laughs> um but like every single stand at every corner had the exact same tent exact same logo like it was kind of tiny they i don't know if they really wanted you to know but uh-huh. one person like ruled that entire state for fireworks they make and so, i guarantee you that it was so them. crowded their their spots are in the most random locations like we were driving through the Everglades and there's stands like on the side of the road there. Oh yeah, I'm sure they get like they just go up to um like the homeowners or like the landowners place and they're like, Hey, can we like set up a tent here? We'll give you 
some thousand like this much money and like who wouldn't take that it's just like a free couple thousand dollars and it's like it costs that's like nothing for these people selling the fireworks you know and if one of the the landowners is like nah bro you're gonna have to pay me more then they can just be like all right later and they can go next door you know yep so it's like and they barely need any space i feel like yeah their their land costs are are next to nothing um i don't know interesting business the firework churro stand all those like seasonal things but only have to operate a couple weeks a year Um, yeah you know what's one that i've been thinking about lately is um is those gas station car washes right so Uh at um one of the gas stations near us they put like the new touchless wash in or whatever it's supposed to be better for your paint i'm assuming it's a little bit better than having giant like hairbrushes rubbing against your car (laughs) but um we went there and like it's $15, right, for a wash, which is kind of absurd for an automated wash. But that's not us. It, it I mean, seemed like a lot. One, like a professional wash costs like 30 bucks or something, right? Well, professional or like one at like a chain uh, not prof- wash, not probably. Like, no, no, professional like, so not like, hundreds, like a human. I believe. Like yeah. a human. All right. Like a human car wash, yeah. But um, we were going through there, and we bought it when we bought gas, right? So we had like the, the receipt with it. We were driving around. And we, every time we drove past the gas station, there was a line, like, down the street going out of the gas yeah, yeah. station just for the fill-up. And so that means every single person there spent $15 to get into that line, and they're ready to go through their car wash. And I was timing it. It's five minutes a car wash, so and it's consistently full all day from, like, 9 in the morning till 9 in the afternoon. I'm sure it costs a lot to install that car wash, though. It can't be cheap. Yeah, I'm sure it did, but they're making. But once they, yeah, true. Once they pay so off, that much, thing just, yeah. every out like every hour, it's insane. Yeah. Huh? Maybe we should open a car, an automated car wash. That's what I'm saying. Or maybe I should open a, a fireworks stand in my front front yard. Yep, in California. It's so legal. We'll be big on that. Yeah, what do they do about the legalities of that? Because not even the are the floor ones even legal here? I don't think they are, right? I don't know. I think I in certain counties and stuff, the the laws are more relaxed, and then you just buy them in like the other counties and and take them here and stuff. But uh, yeah, I don't know. They're kind of a safety hazard. I get where the laws are coming from. <laughs> yeah, but they're also like they start, really fun. <laughs> exactly, exactly. They're really fun when they're not catching your house on fire. I feel like that clip of speed is so funny. Just like I know the Pikachu in his room. So funny. All right. Um, I don't know anything else to talk about on that that subject anymore. Like ideas for for cash cow, um, little cash cow stands. Um, I don't know. I can't. I don't like. I don't think so. What about um? What about? I guess this one isn't as, as seasonal. But. The little succul- like succulent things. Like I see those when we drive around. We had a little dabble in this with our we friend tried. Evan. <laughs> yeah, we. Tr- um, I wonder how much because Evan ended up. He did end up selling some, right? I wonder how much. Yeah, he he, he's just in the account. So yeah, I think he. Yeah. I don't know. He sells quite a. F- he had a lot. We should ask but him. Do they grow fast? Do you know, like how long does it take to grow a succulent to like a sellable size? Uh, I feel like I can't imagine they're that quick yeah i feel like i won't feel like they won't be that fast like i have some in my backyard and i feel like they've been the same size for like three years now yeah maybe, maybe i'm not taking care of them right but i feel huh. like they haven't really gotten that much bigger 
Yeah, I have no clue. I'm not a succulent expert. All I know is that people pay a lot for them. You know what else is a cash cow? Just thought about it. These what? little boutique lotion shops and candle shops that go around every single beach town and like city. Uh huh. Dude, they're such scams. I, I don't mean it in like a mean way, but they they make the candles there. They use cheap wax. They're like it costs them. I don't know a dollar a candle. Dude, say, these doesn't, candles. Doesn't Brianna work at one of these? Yeah, she does. That's what I'm talking and that's about. That's <laughs> okay. Dude, I was like in there and I was getting mad at the prices. Like a candle, right? Like. It was did Brianna want? Did Brianna want you to buy one for her, and this is your way of coping? No, I don't think so. Um, but like <laughs> a more, like I don't know, like a kind of big candle is like sixty dollars, six like fifty 60 to sixty dollars. Yes, and what do you do with the candle? You burn it. It's gone. You're burning money. It makes no sense. Wow. And I was just like, I'm that you really prices, are that like, you really are burning money. That's you're crazy. really burning money. And like tiny little like jars of like face face cream and stuff are like ninety dollars, and I'm just like, no, this is real. And they bring in so much profit. Like everything they sell, they make profit instantly. Yeah, that's true. Like I be- I bet that pays that pays like way more than their rent. Like uh, that oh, pays easily. for the rent multiple times over. They're making a lot of money for sure. Yeah, because everything they sell, they have like a ninety percent margin on. Yeah. It. <laughs> It's crazy, and people Damn. love supporting local businesses. They love buying from boutiques. They, they like they, all they, that they stuff. They market themselves as local businesses. I guess they are. Yep, they do. They market. I themselves wonder if as any of them are, are are chained. Like, there's there's one guy owning like a ton of. Oh, them. I'm sure there is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> own them under a different name in every city. Right. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's the one. The one business where, um, like marketing yourself as one big company as like a chain to like build reliability and trust like isn't the right move. Because you can get more reliability, like the the trust from your customers by acting like a small business, you know? Yeah. We should try it. (laughs) We're getting way too many ideas here. Dude. I should have said that one for Minnow Tank. Um. I know. (laughs) I know. This is kind of a mini Minnow Tank segment, but I guess it was separate. We'll see. This is a, this, dude, this podcast is just a gold mine. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You guys are lucky for listening. Yeah, Yeah, share it to everyone. Yeah. All right. Um, I want to talk about I I've I know people have been waiting for this. Actually, I don't know that. All I know is that the two people I've told this title. This is immediately to ask me about why AirPods are the best investment. Say you have no clue, right? Uh, no. All right, here we out. the The actual reason might be like a little bit more lame than you're expecting, but um, here it goes. Why AirPods are the best investment? I've been thinking about this. I I've been needing to get new airpods i've been looking to justify it and i don't remember where i first heard this maybe i think it was ali abdal's channel or something i think he briefly mentioned this but i'm like dang dude that's that's a good way to justify this large purchase um airpods are the easiest and like the most convenient way to directly inject knowledge into your head via (laughs) podcasts and audiobooks and like I'm I'm just thinking like I'm going to have AP Lang coming up this year. I'm going to have a lot of nonfiction to get through. And if I can just chuck in some AirPods, like AirPods more than any other headphone just because they they like they're tiny um and then they pair easier than other earbuds and and whatnot. They, it just removes all the friction in getting those things in your ear and then you can just like play whatever audiobook. Like I was be I I'm thinking for the school year, bro. I'll just be able to be hanging out in the gym with my AirPods and listen to my audiobook. Like that is so worth two hundred dollars. 
Is it not? Come um, on, man. Yeah, yeah. I understand it. I guess I don't... And then you can listen to the Teen Finance Podcast. Easy. Oh, even If better. you have AirPods. Like, and this is a gold mine. Like, you're getting way more than $200 worth of value out of this podcast for completely, completely for free after you have, like, something to listen to them on. So... We can always donate, you know? I take donations. Message me on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, get, um, yeah, everyone hit, hit on my cash app at Nazanin. <laughs> <laughs> also, can we talk um, about something else? About AirPods, right? Yeah. Apple customer service is terrible. It is? I, I thought you got free AirPods, no. bro. What the heck? No, 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 no. You call it terrible customer I had, service? I had to sit in there for three and a half hours, right? In the morning arguing with this dude because he was convinced that my airpods didn't qualify when they literally had the right date on the package right i dropped them off they text me six hours later i'm just sitting around in santana row for six hours and they text me back later and i go in i wait another two and a half hours for them to bring that is a long time to wait yeah i guess at that point what you got new 200 dollar airpods how much is your time worth how how, how long do you how long were you there like nine hours 10 hours <laughs> 22 dollars an hour if it's for nine hours yeah i don't know that's yeah that's, but then um, by me being there and being bored i was also spending money at the shop so and I also went, yeah you're negative and balance to get over to santana <laughs> row exactly see dang apple kind of scammed you on that one not gonna lie for real but huh. i was just <laughs> i'm just thinking about that i was frustrated i think I'm sure the buying experience is a lot better than the service experience because there's a lot of people waiting in the oh, service area dude, they, with me. Nah, they hyped up to get to sell you something. They're not hyped up to replace your thing. Like, <laughs> Yeah, of course. Like, there are so many people. Like, we all wait in this little area with a bunch of stools and a big screen. It's kind of weird. The Genius Bar. It was like, yeah, it was the Genius Bar, but it was like, <laughs> it was big because it was the Santana Rose store. So it was like probably special compared to the other ones. But like, there's a lot of people sitting there frustrated with like cracked iPhones in their hand and like just waiting like snapped in half macbooks it was pretty funny to see all the people with broken apple products <laughs> okay. but there was a big line of people just sitting there dude um on my macbook pro this is a couple years ago um the around like the 2013 2014 macbooks they had this thing that the reflective coating on their screen um would get all worn out and look really bad and because of this they did like a five-year warranty like five years after the you got your the time of purchase of your computer you could get the reflective coating on your screen like scraped off and redone and we pulled up to apple and i guess it was like it was sad dude we were like a couple days late and they wouldn't do it no they should i feel like they should have just like done it for us it's like a couple days man like come on but i don't know that was that's my experience with Apple customer service. I know technically, like, we weren't in the warranty time frame, so they had no obligation to honor it. But, like, I don't know. It just wasn't a fun experience. Yeah. They have so many employees there that are, like, the salespeople. Bro, they could have totally done it. Yeah, they like they have, like, a ton <laughs> of salespeople and, like, one guy to actually do the repairs. Yeah, there's, like, two service people. And there's, like, you know, there's, like, so many, like, salespeople. They were just talking to each other. They had no one to sell to. Like... <laughs> I was like, other. come on, someone help me, man. Yeah. Have you noticed, like, I don't know if they still do this in the Apple stores, the the way they'll, like, check you out or something will be on, like, an old iPhone 5 or something in some, like, some scanning in a, machine In thing. a massive black boxy case, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Why they still they... had it when I was there. I don't... They just don't care Why enough do, to upgrade. Bro? 
I, don't, they, I feel like they should like upgrade to the new phones. I feel like the new phones, like you could totally do it with like software and the camera. Could you not like if scan a barcode or if something? If it's not broke, don't fix it. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I guess all those iPhone fives like jailbroken and stuff. Whatever, make it easier. But I don't know. Yeah, I think a, it's worse like, that they bro, don't they're care. They're in on old ass technology. And I feel like it would they, add to the experience though if you got checked out by an iPhone 13 Pro. Like exactly. <laughs> that'd I make it feel that, better than than pulling out their iPhone five. I mean that I feel like that's I, I was like the most unApple thing ever. I'm like Apple still running their old tech. Like bro, they won't they won't let you upgrade to the new um the new iOS on those phones, but they will check you out on one. It's just like I feel like that's not up to Apple's standards of like bouginess. Yeah. Do people buy Apple TVs? I have no clue. I don't have one. I'm, they had a giant display for them there, like. This TV was like the size of my house. I'm not even joking. Um, and I had the Apple TV ad just running and I stared at it for three hours straight. But Wait, like Apple TV Plus or Apple TV, like the physical box? I was in the box, the box, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I like, mean, like they're just like, like I could get a fire stick for like 30 bucks and Apple TV is exactly. like 150 bucks. Like, but you I can buy jailbroken really, fire sticks. If you're in the Apple ecosystem, sure. Yeah, cause I've used one before and the remote is so janky. It's like you like swipe your finger. I think the remote got like... better. They stopped doing the swipey thing. Okay, that was frustrating. That was the only one I've ever touched. And I guess um, like some of them ha- are 4K and stuff. So that would maybe make it worth it over like a fire stick that only goes like set, like 1080p or whatnot. No, there's 4K fire sticks. How, how expensive are they? I don't know. Probably... Not as much as an Apple TV, because Apple yeah, can charge no whatever they no want. They can definitely charge whatever they want, but... Yeah. I have Apple TV Plus. We got in, like, a bundle, because we have, like, the... the <laughs> this sounds so bad. Just the Apple... The, the Apple Fanboy Bundle. It's where you get, like, uh, like, a ton of iCloud storage, Apple Music, Apple Arcade, Apple TV, Apple, like, Fitness, or what is it called? The Apple Workout whatever it, whatever it, i don't know what it's called but yeah. I, i've never used it so <laughs> um we uh, we got like all of that it was just, like basically we priced it out we're like the storage we're getting costs 15 bucks we want apple music which is like 15 bucks and that's like 30 bucks which is how much the whole bundle costs so we kind of get it got everything else thrown in but i'm pretty sure i've i've used apple tv like once or twice i apple arcade um, shout out to the best game ever, Sneaky Sasquatch, my favorite Dude, game. Dude, you were obsessed with that game for a I, while. I, I beat that game. That was the first single-player game that I've gotten through, like, ever. Maceo, all, everyone knows that, like, I cannot play a single-player game because I just get bored. But Sneaky Sasquatch, that was such a good game. Shout out We'd to We'd be at school, and he'd be playing Sneaky Sasquatch, like, all day. Dude, Sneaky Sasquatch <laughs> is the best, bro. It's so hype. Bro. I will okay. die on that hill. That's the best game ever. No other game has been able to captivate me for such a long period of time. And having it on my phone instead of on my computer made it so much easier to play and to waste my time. But it's not wasting my time because I had a lot of fun playing it. I thoroughly um, enjoyed that game. Are the shows on Apple TV, Apple TV Plus, I guess, are they actually good? They have seen Lasso, and I've never watched Ted Lasso. <laughs> okay, because I've seen ads on TVs, and they're filmed on iPhone. Like, all their shows are filmed no, on iPhones. No, they're not. That's, is not, that, that's not right, is it? No, that's not true. There's no, no way. No. The cameras aren't that they're good. filmed on cinema cameras. Okay, Apple TV, every Friday they have baseball, which is cool if you don't have cable. Um, And 
I don't know. I guess, yeah, they have Ted. Okay, they have this new movie called Luck, which I think is supposed I think I feel like a lot of the stuff they produce gets, like, awards, but I just can't bother to be interested in it, to be honest. Um, I think they have a lot of, like, good... What's Severance? Some guy got fired. Ted Lasso. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there's good content. I'm just not that, it, like... They need to do better marketing, maybe. God, I have no clue what's on there. But the same was like Apple marketing, like they can't really like, stray from the way they. I thought Game market. is Game of Thrones on there. Then they not that buy I that. I thought, I thought they did. Um, but yeah, um, Apple TV, it's like five bucks. So, I guess they just trying to undercut the market, but there's really not a ton of content on there. Um, <clears throat> speaking of Apple, should we move into um a new segment? Sure. Kiss Mary Kill. Oh, yeah. So we're thinking about this. Uh, this one might run like instead of Minnow Tank every once in a while. But the basic idea is we'll take like three companies in a similar area, be it like big tech, we'll do like social media at some point. We'll just take like three companies in, um, in the same industry and we'll play Kiss Mary Kill with them. I'm assuming everyone knows what that is. You get you you have three. You need to kiss one. You need to marry one. You need to kill one. Normally it's done with people, but we're gonna do it with companies. <laughs> um, today I think we do big tech, so that'll include Apple. Um, that'll include Google. And then we had we we didn't know what to do for the last one. We we're like, okay, we could do Meta, Facebook, whatever you want to call it. But I think we're gonna save that for social media. Um, and then it was between Amazon and Microsoft. And I think we're going to go with Microsoft just because Amazon is a little bit more like e-commerce focused. So we could save that if we wanted to like e-commerce, we can do like Shopify, Amazon, whatnot. Um, and, and Microsoft has been doing some interesting stuff recently. Um, so yeah, I think we jump into it. Those three, Apple, Google, Microsoft, Maceo, what's your, uh, combo? My combo. Okay, hold. I have to think about this. Do you have yours ready? I, I need a second. Okay, I, I'll go. I'm okay. Okay, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think I am going to. I, I'm I'm going to marry Microsoft. I know that's a hot take, but I'm going to make it interesting. I'm going to make a case for marrying Microsoft. Okay. I'm going to kiss Apple. I'm going to kill Google. I'll explain why. We'll start with Google, okay? Yep. This is a tough decision. These are all, like, companies that I think are going to be around for the foreseeable future. And to be completely transparent, I think the only one that I'm actually invested in is Apple, but I've been thinking about buying some, some Microsoft stock recently. Actually, I don't know. Maybe Microsoft and Apple. Are, uh, no, I'll stick with what I have. No going back. Um, Google, they're an advertising business at the end of the day. And recently, companies like Apple and stuff have been cracking down on targeted ads and stuff. Facebook, I mean, Meta or whatever has been hit hard by this. Um, and Google, now that more people are worried about their privacy and their data and everything, it's going to be harder to target those ads. Um, no doubt, I think the search engine is probably going to stay around forever. Um, but who knows if they'll be making as much money in the future. The Google suite of products like Google Docs, um, all like 
drive all that i like i everyone i feel like everyone uses it um but that's not to say that there aren't competitors from companies like microsoft and stuff for like word excel all that um so that's why i'm i'm killing google not a bad company by any means but it's just like these are all very strong strong companies and uh google just because it's like only an advertising based business um and targeted ads are getting targeted we'll see how they fare in the future moving on to apple apple most valuable company in the world um they make bank i personally use a ton of apple products i don't know maybe i should switch apple and microsoft but i'm gonna try to make a case just because why not um apple i use a ton of apple products like i feel like everyone has an iphone they're every time someone buys an iphone they're probably turning like 300 dollars profit or I, I actually don't know how much it is but it's I, probably more than that it's no it's not i think they yeah but they probably they sell them for so much They make a lot of money off support and, and services. They make a lot of money when you buy their accessories. Um, they just make a lot of they make a lot of money. All their their they can easily they can like they're a monopoly. They can kill companies like that. They released AirTags. They murked Tile. They released Apple Pay later. They murked Klarna and and all those other like um like Afterpay. buy now pay later Afterpay Klarna all those they're dead now because of Apple Pay later. Um, Apple Pay is so convenient. So I use true. it for like everything. I don't even like I carry around my my physical cards in my Apple wallet that clips to my like my physical Apple wallet that like mag saves to my phone. I never I like rarely pull them out because um, I mean, Apple Pay is just like way too convenient. Now, if I see anyone using a physical debit card and like inserting it like 20 times i just laugh at them and i get mad at them because they could be using apple pay and the line could be going so much faster <laughs> if they just like tap their phone and um and did that instead but instead they have to like stick in their their debit card and have it like not work like 50 times like bro just you can you it's so easy to apple pay you can literally take a picture of your card and it'll add, add it to apple pay I've been trying to explain this to my mom who still will go up like every time she like buys groceries or something, she'll like stick her card in, it won't work, and then she'll have to like do it again. And she's like, it's it's painfully slow. Now that I know how easy it is, just like double tap your the side button on your phone and like use face ID and pay. Or you I can even do it on my watch now. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Apple Bay is so useful. That was a tangent. Um Apple, great company. They're going to be making money forever. Um, that's why maybe I should be marrying them. But for now, I'll settle with a kiss. I'll take a kiss of their current profits. Who knows if there'll be more competition from companies like Carl Pays Nothing or stuff in the future. Um, but yeah, Apple, Apple's great. Moving on to Microsoft. Microsoft got a new um, CEO. Uh, let me get his name real quick. Um, I'm going oh. I'm going to butcher this. Um, Satya Nadella, maybe. Um, this guy has been totally redirecting the company after the last CEO. He's been doing it. He's been CEO since 2014. He's been really like making Microsoft the company that's going to last into the future. Um, primarily with Microsoft, I think it's called Azure. It's an Amazon AWS competitor. Um, so that's 
for the people who don't know what Amazon AWS is, Amazon AWS is like um, cloud storage, basically cloud computing, cloud storage, um, like ways there's basically like servers that you can host your stuff on. Like everyone, a lot of people use Amazon AWS, um, so much so to where when Jeff Bezos resigned from CEO, the new CEO, um, was the former like person who ran Amazon AWS because Amazon AWS is a huge part of Amazon's business. Like I think it makes up like a third of their revenue or something crazy, maybe even more. And Microsoft is now has Azure, which is basically um, an Amazon AWS competitor. And it's really like setting up Microsoft to be something that lasts into the future. A lot of people um, still use um, Microsoft Word and Excel they're still teaching, like Maceo. I know you took um at, uh, you took like a dual enrollment Microsoft um Excel class, right? Yeah, I did a while ago. Notice how it was Excel and not Google Sheets. So, these, um, I know like more people in in high school and stuff are using like the Google Suite, but as you move into college, these Microsoft products are still pretty popular, um, and people are still learning how to use like Excel and stuff. I'm sure these are still used in um, like corporate settings. I think Excel is still more popular than like Google Sheets and all that. So I think their suite is definitely here to stay for like at least the foreseeable future. Um, not to mention Microsoft Windows, which is currently running on my computer. Um, and it's also running on Maceo's computer. Like every time, okay, every time someone gets Microsoft Windows legally they're paying like <laughs> hundreds of dollars for it and i'm sure companies like all the companies that make windows laptops and stuff are paying for um like licenses so they can like preload windows onto those computers um the only people not making money from are people who who find workarounds to pay the the 150 i don't know who would do that sounds like somebody that i know no 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 um, and people like Raleigh, who still have a watermark on their computer, which is the craziest thing to me. Um, so yeah, Microsoft between their operating system, between Azure, between their suite of products, um, and and their CEO, who's really been turning things around. I think Microsoft is going to be here to stay. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what they do next. So what is your order? Okay, okay my order is I'm going to kiss apple okay no sorry i said that backwards marry Apple. sorry oh, sorry let me go in the order sorry <laughs> kiss google marry apple kill microsoft all right <laughs> okay just killed Dude. my wife man <laughs> i just murdered her okay so my thought right is um wait sorry who did i kiss i kissed apple you kissed, no you uh dude yeah uh no. i you kissed Google. I, I, or no, you, you, you married Apple. You kissed Google, and you, you killed my. I, I, I honestly don't remember. Your Microsoft wife. Okay. Yeah. I, all um. I know is you, you killed Microsoft, <laughs> and that hurt me. I think you said you, you didn't marry Apple. Yeah, I did. Okay, so I said kiss Google, right? Because Google is like such a big company, and they have such a large ecosystem. And honestly, I like all the Google Suite apps way more than the Microsoft stuff. Fair. I guess my only loss would be losing Windows, but I have a MacBook. I don't mind Mac OS. It's really not that bad. No, Mac, Mac OS is really good. 
it's fun like it's like it's kind of uh, easier it's to, easy use. to use it's like it's yeah. easy for like creative stuff like it's just nice True. you know there's no gaming there's no gaming but that's fine i don't know i have an xbox oh, oh that's microsoft no <laughs> oh my dude. gosh oh you just cornered yourself buddy oh yeah i forgot to say um xbox is, oh. is growing dude with their game pass and stuff making more just, of a case for microsoft dude microsoft i just on killed top. i just killed that's fine i'll i'll get apple arcade i'll play yeah, you can go play sneaky <laughs> But um yeah, and then Apple. It's just like I have so many Apple products. Not even funny. I have AirPods. I have MacBook. I have iPhone. I have. I definitely have more. I'm trying to think of more. Wow, iPhone. I don't know, but I have. <laughs> I have a lot of different Apple products, and I've had like every generation of iPhone. I've had every generation of AirPod. My whole family has MacBooks and Macs, like the big ones. Yeah. And your whole like, family also has like PCs. Like your dad just got a new PC. I have you like have seven mining rigs. You have it's, a mining it's rig in your garage, <laughs> and you have like an Xbox. Okay, buddy, here we go. Keep going. No, no, no. But I just I like Apple more. Or like not more, but I like it more than Microsoft because Microsoft. No, that's only... like I, I like Apple more too. But I'm just making a case for Microsoft because <laughs> they've been doing interesting stuff yeah. recently. It's just like my only loss. I feel like if you Windows and I guess maybe Xbox, that'd be a bummer. Take away my gaming, but I mean like I don't, I don't need it. Yeah. But, yeah, that's my hot take. I like that stuff. Why are you kissing Google? Uh, I mentioned that. Okay, well, I like all the G Suite apps. Like oh, I wait, you did, you did. What am I saying? What am I did? You yeah, said, yeah. You did, you did. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Microsoft, you just, like, don't really see their value in the future. Or, like, you know, you know, I don't know. Okay, here, I'm going to buy Apple stock, and you can buy Microsoft stock, and we'll see who makes more. Uh, I'm not selling my Apple stock. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I might buy. I'm, I'm. You know. Okay. I'll buy some Microsoft stock right now. No. Wait. Is it? Right oh, it is Monday. Okay. I can. Should yeah. I? Do it after the pod. It's gonna take a minute. Okay. No, I'll put an order right now, bro. Fuck that. Right now on the spot. What is it called? Oh, man. What is their ticker? Uh, isn't it MSFT? MSFT? Yeah. How much is a share? Two hundred eighty dollars. I'll buy. I'll buy. I'll buy half. How about that? Man, speaking of stocks, I should sell my Alibaba stock. <laughs> oh yeah, can we? Okay, let's talk about that real quick. We're totally over the time limit. Um, but let's just hit that real quick. Um, the Alibaba, um, what are we gonna call this? The the Alibaba arc for us has been pretty interesting. Um, yeah. I think you, you said you wanted to, um. You said you wanted to sell Alibaba. To me like you text me i was uh, you, you text me like sam should i sell alibaba i'm like bro i don't know because whenever i see alibaba go down it always will like bounce back up to like 120 i feel like it just go it just like fluctuates between 80 dollars and 120 dollars i think you mm -hmm. said that and then the next day it went up like 10 percent. did you actually sell or no no i never sold okay good yeah. because if you like if you i don't i don't know if you had like a a sell order for that market open the next day but um i don't um, I don't know. I just like what is it that goes now? Oh, it's at like, 90. It's at 91. Yeah. It's just like um, it dude, like it just like messes around. But look, okay, look from where it's been. It's been steadily going up, has it not? No. No, no. I mean since Oh, wait, shoot. Never mind. I'm looking at one day. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. No. It's no. been steadily going down. Yep. <laughs> and it's been going down for, you know, like past 6 months down 25%. That's pretty much me. I'm down That's 25%. That's rough. I think I only have on one share of it, so I'm not even I'll just hold it forever. Why not? I have more than enough shares. And you need it, dude. Your portfolio is like so 
not diverse at all. When that, oh, when, whatever me, this whole, when this whole recession thing hit, bro, I barely got hit at all, bro. I have like half index funds and the rest of my stuff is in big tech, but I picked my big tech well. So like, it's all chilling. Like, I don't know. I barely lost anything. I just get sad when I look at my account. I'm just... Just don't look at it then, bro. It's not I've real. given up. I'm, I'm waiting for China to take over the world or something. Yeah, no, for real. No, hey, who knows? <laughs> just hold your... If, dude, if you if you genuinely, like, want to have, like, a hedge against, like, China going, like, psycho on us, just own a little bit of Alibaba. Like, you, you own a lot, though. You could sell a little bit, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know what else I'd go into. I mean, stuff is cheap right now. But... Yeah. Okay, um, I think we're way over the time limit. Yeah, we're, we're running like out of time. <laughs> um, everyone, uh, we'll, uh, we'll be here next Tuesday. Mark your calendars. Uh, Sam, anything else you want to say? Nope, that's it. See you guys next okay, week. Okay, bye. Later. Bye.